Welcome to the Mostly Podcast at Night, Episode 35, The Conjuring. Based on the true case files of chaos and carnage. Mm. There's no tagline. It says based on the true case files of the wars. I figured that kind of worked. No, I was just, I I just immediately made the comparison to the quote-unquote true case files of the Warrens and thought, oh, we must be huge liars. Anyway, welcome. Hello, everyone. Hi, everybody. (laughs) We haven't gotten the opinion section yet. Welcome to another episode of They Mostly Podcast at Night. Oh, my God, the vocal fry has to go. Mostly? No. Mostly. I did not sound like that. I am your host, Chaos. I am your host, Carnage. And together, we mostly podcast at night. Mostly. <laughs> I decided to take out the co-host because I feel like... You're a full host I'm now. I'm a full host. <laughs> 35 episodes, you finally feel like a full host. I feel like a full host. Oh, good. So. <laughs> I make people feel super comfortable right away, you guys. It only takes like eight months and 20 years. <laughs> Uh, we started recording this, no, I'm sorry, October 13th. Yeah. So, yeah. But it took me 20 years to get comfortable with you first. Oh, okay, I see. Well, yeah. That's kind of a problem. That is a problem. (laughs) Anyway, we did The Conjuring. Why does, why do my best friends always say shit like that to me? But, like, one of my very first best friends told me that I was somebody that you never really got to know. And I was like, but you're my best friend. Why? Yeah, but I'm your best friend. You don't even know what I like or what hobbies I have. So. I know. That's sad. It is sad. 20 years. Has no clue. Yeah. Uh, before you do that, for newbies, if you are just <laughs> joining us for the first time in this episode, we are two best friends who love to bicker about horror movies. And other things. And other things. And... <laughs> This episode was actually a car, a chaos pick. I say it was one of my picks. No, I know this was actually a chaos pick, which does not mean I endorse this movie in any way. So you started to tell us about it. Um, yeah, it was The Conjuring. It was done in 2013. It was an R rating, an hour and 52 minutes long, and it got a 7.5 on the IMDb scale. How about that tomato meter? Oh my God. You said meter, not reader. Okay, I only said reader twice out of I'm 35 so proud episodes. Of you. Shut up. The tomato meter is so sitting at an 86%. Critic consensus, well crafted and gleefully creepy, The Conjuring ratchets up dread through a series of effective old school scares. Audience score 82%. Nice. Nice. That happened. That did happen. All right. So, The Conjuring. Chaos picked a movie so she could bitch about it. Yeah. And that, things went awry. That is literally why Chaos picked this movie. <laughs> Seriously. Yep. She hates this movie. She imposed it upon me because she hates the Warrens, which this movie is about, um, what the hell are their names even? Ed and Lorraine Warren. Ed and Lorraine, thank you. Ed and Lorraine Warren You're and their little doll Annabelle makes a little cameo. And uh, it's about a haunting that they supposedly help... Um, the, the family called the Perrons deal with at their house um, in Connecticut, I think it was, wasn't it? Rhode Island. You say tomato, I say Connecticut. It happened in Rhode Island. Fine, Rhode Island. Jesus Christ. Okay. Where at in Rhode Island? Do we know? It wasn't Woonsocket. Because <laughs> that's the only place you know in Rhode Island, apparently. No, I know Providence. Even though you've been there? I know Cumberland. Um, I'll look it up. Don't worry about it. I'll look it up. It's fine. It's fine. 
Yeah, I keep seeing. Well, it was filmed I in just North keep Carolina. seeing Rhode Island and the name of the original. You know, like the name of the property, which is like, oh, what is it called? Burraville, Rhode Island. That's what where is it? Burraville, Rhode Island. That is the name of the town. Burraville. B u r r i l l v i l l. I have no idea where that is. Okay. No, I just I don't know where that is. I mean, Rhode Island's not that big. So that's what I'm kind of that surprised. is for sure. Okay. Um. Oh, Arnold, the old, the, the Arnold estate is Arnold the name estate. of the house. Okay. The farmhouse. Um. Well, since you picked this one, do you want to um start us off? Okay, sure. So, in the movie, what happens is first we're introduced to the Warrens by these girls who are bringing them a haunted doll called Annabelle, and that's all bullshit. Then we move on to the actual meat and potatoes, this case uh, where basically the parents with their five children move into the old Arnold estate in Burraville, <laughs> Rhode Island, and uh, immediately notice terrible hauntings are happening. So they contact the Warrens uh, to try to help them, and Lorraine Warren tells them that the house, the property is haunted by the spirit of Bathsheba Sherman, who was a witch, who was a bride of Satan, who sacrificed, her husband caught herself, her sacrificing her infant son to the devil to make a pact with him to become a witch, and therefore she was a demonic spirit who was trying to possess the Mrs. Perrin or Perron or Perone. Perone. Ava. Ava, I know. That's what I, that's what I meant. Well, all I can think of what you're saying, the witch part is witch, witch, you're a witch from uh, Practical Magic. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Um, so I can tell by the tone of your voice that you love this movie and it's one of your favorites and that you love the history behind it that they present. Is that Well, accurate? okay, so we're sitting there re-watching it and I'm bored out of my fucking skull, okay? Honestly, I this found this movie... This is the first movie, time I've seen it. I, you I've never seen this movie before. Oh, I thought you had. Okay. No, I had never seen this movie okay. before and it bored the shit out of me. So while I'm sitting there, I'm like, well, you know, these cases, I know that the Warrens are full of bullshit because um, they were first brought to my attention... Uh, regarding the Amityville Horror House. Mm -hmm. Well, turns out the Amityville Horror House, that was just a big giant hoax. But Lorraine Warren said there were demons inside. So, um, I was curious as to what the actual case behind this uh, haunting was. And yeah, they dramatized a lot, but according to the quote-unquote facts of the case, that's basically what happened. Um... But then I start looking up these all these articles about the real story about uh, Bathsheba the Witch. And uh, so curious, because I'm always interested in um, the history of the Salem witchcraft trials. And at one point, Lorraine Warren mentions, oh, Bathsheba, she has some connection to so-and-so who was a witch at Salem, which... A.K.A. is bullshit because none of those women were actually witches. I mean, I think that uh, history has come out on their side. Um, but anyway, so I was like curious. Okay, so I'm looking it up and I find the real story of Bathsheba. And then I find out that her maiden name... Uh, well, it's there. And the reason why this 
was inter- of interest to me is, well, I have to reveal a little bit about myself, ladies and gentlemen, our listeners, because that the fact is that that means that we are related. <laughs> Bathsheba is my relative. We're not sure how. Um, we just know where you're related. No, I did a little bit of digging um, on the the geog or the geography. Oh, how did that genealogy. tell you? The genealogy, <laughs> the Thayer family. They came to this country. I'll try to be brief. They Please, came to God. This, they came to this country in 1636, and it was just one pair of brothers that came over. So there's like just one or two. There's two branches of the family. Basically, you're either descended from one brother or the other. And she was descended from the brother Richard. I was descended from the brother Thomas. So we're not like, I'm not like a direct descendant of her or anything. But yeah, we are related. (laughs) Nice. That was longer than I expected, but it was good. Thanks. No problem. So what's your opinion of this movie? So then after that, you know, I kind of flipped out. And then I tried to rein myself in and say, okay, just stop annoying your co-host. And just try to watch the movie. And I was here for all of those freakouts. I'd like to say that. Yeah. uh, And it was boring. (laughs) That's your opinion? Yep. All right. Well, my opinion turned right. Mm-hmm. I actually enjoyed it. <laughs> I know you're gonna hate me for this. So I don't know anything about the I Warrens. Knew I didn't that do any you research it because you wouldn't tell me ahead of time. I would not tell you ahead of time because I knew you were gonna like make fun of me for it, and I figured you could save that making fun here. Um, I did not know anything about the Warrens. I didn't know, you know, like I knew the movie Amityville Horror. I didn't know they had anything to do with the real Amityville house. Mm-hmm. I'd seen commercials for Annabelle, like like a good scary movie, and I thought um, we'd give this a try. Would you wanted to watch it? And I actually somewhat enjoy. I won't say it was my favorite movie ever, but I feel like it did have entertainment value. I like the actors. I think they're good actors. There were a lot of good actors in this movie. Yeah, like some of my favorite, like not my favorite actors, but like um, I'm not, I will say, I'm not a, a Vera Faminga fan. She lost me in The Departed when she was in The Departed. I just Really? I, don't you really like that movie, though? I love the movie. Can't stand her. Oh, Okay. I, I, I don't remember her from The Departed. Yeah, she well, she's the only like female character in it, so I don't know how that's oh. hard to remember. But you know, it is what it is. No, I don't remember her at all. Uh, but I do like Patrick Wilson. Um, mm-hmm. I love Lily Taylor. I've mm-hmm. loved her since Ransom. You know, but the Mel Gibson movie. Yeah, loved her since then. Um, Ron Livingston, Office Space, loved yes. him too. Oh my gosh. Um, so there are some good characters. I think the. The ones that played the daughters were very good actresses as well. Yeah, they were good. They were good actresses. Mm-hmm. I, you know, not knowing any of the backstory, just going into a blind, like I go to in most things, I enjoyed it. Like, there were scares, there were jump scares. I like when they're playing the, uh, what is that, clap and hide? Hide and go clap. Hide and go clap, which I want to play, by the way, um, you know, without the scary part. Um, <laughs> but when the, the, the thing's clapping and the thing, I mean, there were jump scares. Um, there was enough to keep me on the edge of my seat. It wasn't the most exciting movie again, but it kept me entertained. So I will say that, you know, um, now after the movie, I did read up on the Warrens and I agree they're full of shit and it's such bullshit. And the idea, even in the movie of keeping, you know, say they weren't real, say this isn't a wholly made up thing. Yeah. The idea of keeping all cursed objects in one room in the house is just asking for trouble. And if you were really a professional, you would fucking know that. (laughs) You would think, right? And you wouldn't subject your little daughter to that either. No, come on. I mean, I kind of wanted to call CPS on them all the time because they were always abandoning her with grandma. Seriously. So, um, but otherwise, you know, not, you know, if this was a fully fictitious movie. Yeah. With no backstory. I enjoyed it otherwise. If it, I would have to say, if it was a fully fictitious movie that had nothing to do with the Warrens, did not purport to be a true story, was not 
like slandering anyone's relatives because the Shermans also have to deal with the fact that, you know, Bathsheba had their surname, so they've gotten a lot of crap from fans of the movie, Mm -hmm. you know, and they've had to deal with, like, all this uh, slander on their relative as well, you know, and she was also, her mother was a Taft. As in in the Tafts that, you know, like... Was president? Yeah, Yeah. that... Even if she wasn't, she didn't... She doesn't deserve that. I believe that... It's for story's sake. It's badly told story's sake, too. It is a badly told story, but I just feel that it's wrong to slander the dead who don't have a voice of their own anymore and to just treat them like they're just a name that you can pull out of a record and be like, she was a witch. I agree. And I also agree that I think even if it was totally fictional, like even if they picked a totally fictional person... It was totally inappropriate. Like, that's not how you... First of all, there is no devil in the witch... You know, we learned that from the craft. Right. There is no devil in the craft. Right. Okay. Um, Second of all, you wouldn't have to sacrifice your child to become a witch. No. That's just not what's... I mean, it's bullshit. Even from a completely fictional point of view. I mean, it's stupid. But it really makes me mad that Lorraine went and found this name and just made up this shit about her. Yeah. And when you actually look, and um, fortunately I didn't have to do all the digging, and I actually found um, some really great articles about the real story, um, especially somebody who is an author. who did that kind of digging into her story to find out that, um, you know, like Lorraine Warren was saying, oh, that she, she sacrificed her infant. She never killed anyone. There was never, like, she right. did have three infants die. It wasn't her like, fault, though. As they were infants, but that was just chi- childhood morality, morality? Mortality. Mortality rates were really high back then. That happened all the time, and it's like so many... People had so many kids because most of them were going to die. Right. You know, like, that's nobody's fault. And do your witch history. Right. According to the story, Bathsheba is caught by her husband and hangs herself in the tree in the front yard. And then she curses the land and and makes every uh, everybody else who lives there, like, kill their child like she did. Oh, okay. And, um, and she's like a demonic spirit because she was a bride of Satan. And it's like she died from a stroke, and she didn't even die on that property because she never lived there. I think it's time for a commercial while you collect yourself. (laughs) Should we break for a commercial? Sure. Howdy! You want to buy history? Well, buy Ed and Lorraine Warren's Encyclopedia Britannica. You'll find out all useful information that you never knew existed about real people. Like who? Bathsheba? Bathsheba, you say? How about that history on Bill Clinton, too? What? Find out more information on Nelson Mandela. Nelson Mandela? Things you never knew about them. All from Lorraine Warren's mouth. (laughs) Find out the true history from her. And then, if you pledge $50, you get a bonus book written by Lorraine Warren and... Corvidel, the truth tellers of history together. So call us now. Facts not actually factual. Operator standing by. And we're back. We're back. 
That was uh, so glad to have the Encyclopedia Britannica sponsors now as a sponsor for the show. Although I would not suggest getting Ed and Lorraine's book. I don't know. It's pretty popular, actually. It got a one out of ten stars. Oh, wait. That's not good. No, that's the opposite of good. (laughs) I'm not good with numbers. You know that. (laughs) Um, Yeah, so should we get to some trivia? Um, I wasn't, oh, you wanted to talk about Annabelle, didn't you? Yeah, I did want to talk about Annabelle a little bit. So the thing that that cracks me up about Annabelle is that really, if you, if you read the real story about Annabelle too, and she got her own movie, which I have not seen. I haven't seen, I haven't seen any of the other Conjuring movies. I really didn't ever want to. Um, I didn't want to see this one. I just wanted to bitch about it. But, um... (sighs) It just cracks me up because, well, for one thing, if you read, like, what actually happens, it doesn't sound like it was really that bad. I thought they just kind of made it, like, made up a bunch of stuff and that made it sound a lot more dramatic and scary than it really was. It's all for dramatization, yeah. Yeah. And then, of course, there's the fact that they even took it a step further for the movies by making Annabelle into, like, what I'm sure they were trying to make the creepiest looking doll ever. And the real Annabelle is literally a Raggedy Ann doll. And I know you think it's because they couldn't get the rights to Raggedy Ann, but I looked it up and it's because they didn't think it was scary enough and they wanted her Which, to be scary. in reality, I think Raggedy Ann is scarier than any other doll on Earth. Why? I don't know. I had a Raggedy Ann doll when I was a kid and a Raggedy Andy doll, and I burned and buried them both in my backyard when I was, like, six. You burned them? That's what Lorraine Warren told me when she was recovering... Oh, some of my history. Was she recovering memories for you under hypnosis? Yeah, she was. Hypnotic that's what regression. she told me anyway. Mm. So that's why I think they're scary now. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Well, that that makes a lot of sense. No, then. I get it. Like I get Raggedy Ann. Ann is not scary. She's cheerful and playful and reminds you of happier days of the eighties. No, but, but that's what cracks me up though too. Because if you see pictures of her like in her glass case with the do not touch so sign cute. in the Warrens and it's like you're supposed to be scared of her. I think there should be some Annabelle and Chucky crossover fanfiction. When we get to Annabelle or Chucky, we gotta look that up. Oh, we get to Child's yeah, Play. Because that's, that's down the road is Child's Play and I think there's gotta be some Annabelle Chucky for sure. Fan fiction. I there. agree. I think there I think there's definitely some there. I agree. There. <laughs> um what else did I have to say? What else indeed? Yeah, I just and honestly like I mean I know it's like people could say, "Oh, but these movies are just for entertainment, you know, and who cares if it's not real?" But it's like I just find it so abhorrent that Mostly Lorraine, but both of them mm-hmm. would um, just scare people for, you know, like completely fake, just like make up stuff for fame and fortune and scare people like that when you're supposed to be in, you're in the guise of helping them. And the fact that the the parents even said, which like the real Caroline Perrin, there's some problems with her story too. But even she said, no, they didn't do an exorcism. They told them, oh, you're not religious. We can't do one. They tried to do a cleansing and then they just left. Well, I heard that the parents kicked him out, booted him because they didn't help him. Well, I so don't know. So after a year that the parents booted him. But the thing is though, Andrea Perrin, the oldest daughter and Lorraine Moore were both, um, 
consultants on this film, and even Andrea says it's pretty accurate. Well, that's funny because so. I've read things that of Andrea contradicting stuff, which is weird because yeah. it's 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 kind of weird because you're getting both sides of the stories, and it's like, well, what's really true, what's not? I know she talks about it a lot more than anybody else in the family. Uh, the woman who lives in the house now says that she's never had anything happen. That she's never had anything remotely creepy. Oh, happen. the Warrens did good work then. In the house. Except the parents said it got worse after they left. Just kidding. I was kidding. Not better. Right. Um, but... Maybe it depends on how much of a believer you are, too. Well, like, if you're a total skeptic, you're not... Not only that, but I mean, like, none of the deaths that they said happened on the property happened on the property. Nobody died on that property. I know. That's what I was going to ask you, because there was a rape and murder of an 11-year-old girl, supposedly, on the property, and two drownings on the property? Nope. No? Okay. Huh. Nope. That's weird. We definitely watched this for free. I would not have paid money for this. Oh, God, Because no, I would I wanna never want to give them a dime. <laughs> Where, yeah, we watched it on, like, Cooler or something. I remember, but we watched it on something. I think it was, uh, it was, like, voodoo free with ads, like... Oh, yeah, we watched the ads. The ads were better than the movie. No, yeah. I'm just kidding. I, like I said, I liked it. If it was all fiction, I would have liked it more. Yeah. And not knowing the history and not looking up, because I want to be entertained. I, I honestly just did not find it entertaining. I was really bored. I found it really predictable. I just, every time something happened, it was like, called it. Like, I just, I just thought it was all just incredibly predictable and, and I just didn't find it scary. I was bored. Okay. Um, trivia? Any trivia we have? I mean, we've given a lot of trivia already. Yeah, um, I've already gone way Yeah, Sheba into... did that, like you said, she died of natural causes in 1885. Yeah. Um, she's buried actually in Rhode Island still. Yeah. And oh, and th- that was the other thing. Um, she would not have received a burial in a Baptist cemetery with presided over by a Baptist minister, mm-hmm. minister if she was really a witch. Right. And the whole like Salem thing, like, I don't know. I thought that was fucked up too. Her talking like the whole Salem thing was real. Like those women or people, were, not just women, were really witches, the way Lorraine Warren oh, talks yeah, about them. Oh, yeah, because we like know that's were, not true. And it's like, dude, we everybody knows none of those people were really witches. Like, what are you trying to do? <laughs> All right, so I'll give a little trivia. I don't have a whole, I mean, I don't have a whole lot. Um, there was a cameo. Lorraine Warren actually was um, in the front row of the classroom where Karen is actually listening to the Warren's presentation. So she actually even got um, money from being in this film. Um, yeah. This is one of the only films that James Wan did not involve the Billy Puppet from uh, from Saw. Um, he direct he was involved in the Saw series from the beginning, so mm. he usually tries to like do a little um, Easter egg of having the Billy Puppet somewhere. It does not happen in this film, and um, supposedly, supposedly. Um, the Hayes brothers who wrote this film were talked to Lorraine Warren on the phone about the script, and they kept getting cut off by weird sounds and a lot of stack. And then suddenly, I don't know where the line would go dead. So ah. what? Coincidence? I think so. Yeah. I, I think so. Anytime that people have like these equipment, like electrical failures or equipment failures, and they get all, oh my gosh, it has to be some weird kind of like implied supernatural occurrence. It's like, or it's a fucking coincidence. It is a coincidence. Because technology was created by man and therefore is fallible. Well, some real stuff that did happen. The production team actually built that tree in the front yard as a 50 foot tree that they built. That's pretty cool. Real. So that's kind of cool. It does not look like a real tree. No. Um, okay. I thought it was okay. 
Uh, I thought it looked really fake, but it was cool that they built a 50-foot tree. Um, I just didn't think it, like, uh, that it grew, it didn't look like a, I mean, it didn't look like the bark was obviously fake or anything. It just structurally didn't look like a I didn't like take that real... close of a look at it, I guess. You did, must have done before what I did. Um, and the other piece of trivia I do that's real factual is that in the state of Rhode Island, you don't have to disclose any kind of documented histories or anything like that. So supposedly that's why the parents didn't know about it. But as you said, there was nothing really criminal on the property. So there's the really parents to document. also have said that they were warned about the house when they bought it. Whatever. Yeah. But that's all I have for trivia. And so. I feel really bad um, for uh, the woman who lives there now because uh, she's had a lot of fans of this these movies like bothering her at her house and actually Seriously? yeah and actually Bathsheba's grave has been desecrated and her tombstone has actually split in half because um people think that she's this baby killing demonic entity who tries to possess mothers and mm. they they really go there and nope. they try to People aren't bright. We know this now. In this day of age. Well, I mean, that's so wrong. Um, well, people aren't bright. I Come have on. a cool picture, though. I'll post it. Of her tombstone. Nice. With the big crack in the middle of it. It's one of those really cool old ones that's, like, really tall with the rounded top. Mm-hmm. It's very cool. Yeah. Yeah, I don't have anything else. I... So so don't be an asshole and desecrate somebody's grave. Cause yeah, because you don't know what you're doing. That's You're stupid that's a... if you do. That's a jerk move. Can we talk? Oh, excuse me. That's okay, so cross. the Marigold the Award. Our Marigold Award goes out to who, whichever character or uh, element in the film that exists purely to spout exposition to move the story along because storytellers can't show, not tell. Um, so who do you think the Marigold is or do you think there is one? Unfortunately, they're there throughout the whole movie, but I'm going to say the Warrens are the exposition sex workers. I'm going to say they are, too. Technically, they do exist in the film to do other things, but it almost doesn't feel like it, especially because to know that the... I believe it's The Conjuring 2 wasn't even one of their cases, and yet they have... No. And yet they have, like, major roles in it as if it was one of their cases. It was not. So now they're just getting more and more fictional is all it seems like. Like, it was a real case. I mean, based on a real no, case. No, I know. I'm just saying they're getting more fictional. they had nothing to do with it. Okay. Yeah. It happened in England. Yeah. Got it. Oh, yeah. And I was just looking here to see what it was about. And it's um, not right here at my fingertips. Is like I I've actually it was, read it. the book that was written about North the actual... London. Right. Yeah, that's what I said. No, no, I'm just looking here. It says, yeah, Ed and Lorraine Warren traveled to the North London to help a single mother raising four children alone, plagued in a supernatural spirit house. No, actually, it's um, two men from the, uh, what is Society for Psychical Research mm-hmm. in England that go there oh, to help Oh, well, no, the but they're not famous, though. Right. <laughs> but I've read the book that was written by the one guy who investigated the case. It was pretty interesting. Very nice. A.K.A. Um, the Enfield Haunting. Oh, I've heard about that. Yeah. Okay. Which is funny, because we have a friend who lives on Enfield Drive. We do. I'm Uh, sure uh, uh. that's a supernatural, uh, serendipitous thing, and not a complete coincidence. Yeah, not at all. Yeah. Fan fiction? Fan fiction? Fan fiction. There is, surprisingly, fan fiction. Now, there's 29 (laughs) uh, 29 in... I can't talk... 
29 in Archive of Our Own, another 12 in um, fanfiction.net. And in Archive of Our Own, I mean, they're kind of boring. <sighs> it was really late. I was so sorry. Um, oh they gosh. cross over like The Exorcist and Annabelle. There is one that it's One Direction crossed over with The Conjuring. Actually, One Direction, Fifth Harmony, Little Mix, Ed Sheeran, and Justin Bieber in The okay, Conjuring. Okay, that's really weird. Very weird. It's the same person, too. Yep. All the same author. Okay, okay. awesome. Um, the Omen and The Conjuring, One Direction and The Con... Okay, that's the same person. Um, Annabelle, that makes sense. Supernatural, Marvel and The Conjuring. Captain America and The Conjuring. <laughs> oh my god, people. What is wrong with you? <laughs> Captain America, that's pretty interesting. I want to see... Oh, I think it's Captain America crossed with Annabelle, too. No, I'm just kidding. Um, ew. I don't want to think about Anna Lorraine. Ew. 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 Gross. Ew. Especially knowing what they really looked like. <laughs> Like I'm not being thing. judgy, but I really that's don't want to see them. That's the thing I want to no. see. Gross. Okay, that's all I have for, for fan fiction. Let's just rate this and... Yeah, let's do it. Let's okay, um, do you know what you want to rate it? Um, yeah, I think I'm going to go with... Um, I did enjoy it. I'm going to go 6.374. Okay, well, I would say if... I feel like if this was a purely fictional movie, I would probably give it more like a five and a half. Mm -hmm. um, but because it's not, and there's the whole Warrens thing and my relative and yada yada, yeah, it's getting a four. What did you say you were supposed to say? Um, I don't remember. Shit. Six point something. You'll have to listen to it later and find oh, out. Oh, fuck you. I don't remember, honestly. Fucking... Well, you got to edit it at some point. I mean... Fine, you get a six for right now. <laughs> no. Yeah. Um, anything you want to pimp other than us? No. Okay. Let's pimp us then. Get out of here. Okay. Excuse me. Bye, turn Dion. Hmm. Um, our email address is podcastatnight at gmail.com. We are on Instagram, Facebook, and Twitter at Podcast at Night. And we also have individual Instagrams. I am Chaos at Night, Carnage is Carnage at Night. And uh, our website is podcastatnight.podbean.com. You can also follow us on iTunes and Google Play. And if you enjoyed this episode, we would humbly ask that you go to iTunes and give us a rating and a review. We will give you a shout out for doing so. And that's it. I will say um, adios from chaos and stay bloodthirsty, friends. And good night from Carnage. And as always, we are filmed in front of a live studio audience of cats. Good night. Thanks for listening to They Mostly Podcast at Night. Our theme song is by the Computer Music All-Stars under a Creative Commons Attribution License. Link in the show notes.